Peace and blessings to the brothers and sisters. How is everybody doing? My name is Omar J. De Jesus, and I am the host of Second Chance, Voices of the Unheard. My podcast talks about the second chance people received after doing time in an institution, innocent or guilty, while changing a poisonous narrative or prisonous perception. For the most part, people returning to society are outcasted, so my job is to give people an opportunity and a platform to tell their stories. Everybody deserves a second chance. So today, uh, we're in November, close to the end of it. Um, but November is known for pan- pancreatic cancer awareness. And it's a very prevalent topic for the simple fact that people die from it. So my, my thing is I want to raise awareness of cancer in general because it's a silent disease. It kills a lot of people in this country and everywhere else. This specific cancer, you know, begins in the pancreas. And I'm not so sure which cancer my friend died from, but I just found out today my friend um, passed from cancer. I was incarcerated with this brother, great brother, wonderful brother, actually. And me and him spent some time behind the walls building on a lot of things that we wanted to do when we was when we was given that opportunity to go home. And the brother did a lot. You know, he, he did a a lot of things once he touched down, you know, he got a good job, he got his car, he you know, a nice motorcycle, he got his credentials together, he got a place. He was working, you know, he had a family he had to take care of, you know, it, it, it was a lot, you know, but he managed to do that regardless. And I just found out a few days ago that he died and it's just been awaiting on my mind because that, that was one of my brothers, you know, he was one of the brothers I sat and built with, you know, and, you know, honestly in that environment, for whoever been in that environment know that you can't really build with many people um, because some people belong to certain organizations that you don't want to be affiliated with. But those brothers that are not affiliated, who are just doing their own thing, those brothers, you know, are good people. And I'm not saying people affiliated with any organization. A negative organization isn't good people. They aren't good people either. It's just that, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't be able to come across no one like them because I'm not affiliated and I don't want to be around that. So... You know, it limited my opportunity to come across good people who's affiliated, you know, and I just try to stay away from that because I was once affiliated and I thank God that isn't nothing uh, that I deal with now. So I want to I want to talk about pancreatic cancer, you know, and just a little bit so people get a better understanding so I can enlighten and empower people so they know, you know, what to look for if something must ever occur or just to go check yourself. You know, a lot of us don't understand, you know, public health is poor. Our health in general is like medical, like health is just poor in our communities, you know, and it's designed that way so we don't have to live long. But you just got to constantly check yourself because you don't know. Your body is funny. Like one day you can be okay and the next you go through some things without you realizing your body is changing and boom, you know, you're going through something. So you got to stay on top of your health. Self-care, you know, is 
self-love, you know, first thing is self-preservation, take care of yourself, you know, go to the doctor, a lot of us don't want to go to the doctor, go ahead to the doctor and get yourself checked, please, come on, we're losing too much brothers and sisters out here to these diseases that, that, you know, could be avoided or prevented if you go check yourself, so please do me a favor, go to the doctor, be, be serious, you know, take your health serious, man, because ain't nobody going to take care of you like you, period. So what is pancreatic cancer? Pancreatic cancer begins when abnormal cells in the pancreas grow and divide out of control and form a tumor. So for people who do not know what cancer is, it's it's an autoimmune disease which uh, causes your cells to fight against each other. So that's what happens with cancer. Certain areas, they they start to fight against each other and go against each other like, like enemies or something. And it just forces malignants and all type of weird stuff to grow on you because technically your, 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 your cells are supposed to work to help better you and they just going against each other so and that process is just a lot the pancreas is a gland located deep in the abdomen between the stomach and the spine it makes enzymes that help digestion and hormones that control blood sugar levels Organs like the pancreas are made up of cells. Normally, cells divide to form new cells as the body needs them. When cells get old, they die, and new cells take their place. Sometimes this process breaks. New cells form when the body does not need them, or old cells do not die. The extra cells may form a massive tissue called a tumor. Some tumors are benign. This means they are abnormal, but cannot invade other parts of the body. A malignant tumor is called cancer. The cells grow out of control and can spread to other tissues and organs. Even when a cancer spreads to other areas of the body, it is still called pancreatic cancer if that is where it started. Pancreatic cancer often spreads to the liver, abdominal walls, lungs, bones, and or lymph nodes. How many people will get pancreatic cancer? More than 60,000 Americans are expected to be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in 2021. That is 166 people diagnosed every day. Pancreatic cancer is the 11th most leading and commonly diagnosed cancer in the U.S. Types of pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic tumors are either exocrine or neuroendocrine tumors. This is based on the type of cells they start in. Knowing the type of tumor is important because each type acts differently in response to different treatment. About 93% of pancreatic cancers are exocrine tumors. The most common type of pancreatic cancer is adenocarcinoma. About 7% of pancreatic tumors are neuroendocrine tumors, also called isolate cell tumors. They often grow slower than exocrine tumors. What causes pancreatic cancers? Changes in your DNA cause cancer. These can be inherited from your parents or can arise over time. The changes that arise over time can happen because you were exposed to something harmful. It can also happen randomly. Pancreatic cancer's exact causes are not well understood. About 10% of pancreatic cancers are considered familial or hereditary. Most pancreatic cancers happen 
randomly or is caused by things such as smoking, obesity, and age. If you are a first-degree relative of someone diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, you may have an increased risk of developing pancreatic cancer. Your family member with pancreatic cancer is strongly recommended to undergo genetic testing for inherited mutations. Negative results often means you do not need to get genetic testing. If the results are positive, unknown, or if you have several close family friends or members with cancer, the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network recommends you consult with a genetic counselor to determine if you should get genetic testing for inherited cancer risk and if you should discuss options for monitoring. A person may also be more likely to get pancreatic cancer because of long-standing diabetes, chronic and hereditary pancreatitis, smoking, race, ethnicity, African-American, or Ashkenazi Jew, age over the, the age of 60, gender males light, slightly more likely, diets high in bread and processed meats, obesity. This does not mean that everyone who has these risks factors will get pancreatic cancer or that everyone who gets pancreatic cancer has one or more of these signs and symptoms of pancreatic cancers. Pancreatic cancers may cause only vague unexplained symptoms such as pain usually in the abdomen or back, weight loss, jaundice, yellow of the skin, eyes of both, with or without itching, loss of appetite, nausea, changes in stool, pancreatitis, swelling of the pancreas, recent onset diabetes. If you are experiencing one or more of these symptoms, we urge you to speak to your doctor immediately and reference pancreatic cancer, fatigue, weaknesses, and depression, or also symptoms. A person with advanced pancreatic cancer may also have fluid in their abdomen and blood clots. How is pancreatic cancer diagnosed? A pancreatic tumor can only be seen on imaging studies such as a computed tomography CT scan, magnetic renaissance imaging MRI or endoscopic ultrasound EUS. Then the doctor gets a sample of the tumor tissue to figure out the exact diagnosis. Why is pancreatic cancer hard to find? Pancreatic pancreas is located deep in the abdomen, so doctors usually cannot see or feel the tumor during a physical exam. Also, pancreatic cancer symptoms are not always obvious and usually develop over time. Doctors may use several tests to make a diagnosis, but there is no standard test to diagnose pancreatic cancer. This makes diagnosis even more complicated. What treatments exist for pancreatic cancers? Pancreatic cancer treatment depends on the stage of the disease and the patient's general health. Patients may get standard approved treatments or take part in clinical trials. Standard treatments are sugary, chemotherapy, and radiation. Clinical trials study new treatments. The Pancreatic Cancer's Action Network strongly recommends clinical trials at diagnosis and during every treatment decision. Why is pancreatic cancer hard to treat? Surgery 
offers the best chance of controlling pancreatic cancer for a long time, but most patients are diagnosed at later stages and are not eligible for surgery. Tests to find pancreatic cancer in the earliest stages are urgently needed. As early detection study continues and as technology get better, researchers predict that we will make progress toward finding the disease earlier. Another challenge is that pancreatic tumors are surrounded by a dense tissue layer called the stroma. This makes it difficult for treatment to reach the tumor. Researchers are studying ways to get treatment through the stroma to make it more effective. Also, some cancers have been successfully treated with targeted therapies with block-specific mutation, but these drugs have not been developed specifically for pancreatic cancer yet. Biomarker testing of tumor tissue and genetic testing for inherited mutations tell you, tell you about your unique biology. Results may align with targeted treatments that work well in the other cancer types. As more studies are done, more targeted treatments will be developed and approved for pancreatic cancer patients who have gone genetic changes. Okay. That was just that. Okay. So... to the next one. Okay. So now we're going to the different types of pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic tumors are either exocrine or neuroendocrine tumors. The base of the type of cell they start in, knowing the type of tumor is important because each type acts differently in response to different treatments. Within these types, each tumor's biology is different. Biomaker testing gives patients information about their tumor's biology. Every pancreatic cancer patient is different. Patients who receive treatment based on their biology can live longer. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network strongly recommends all pancreatic cancer patients get genetic testing for inherited mutations as soon as possible after diagnosis and biomarker testing of the tumor tissue to help determine the best treatment options. Pancreatic exocrine tumors. About 93% of pancreatic cancers are exocrine tumors. They start in the exocrine cell of the pancreas, which produces enzymes that help with digestives. Endocarcinoma. The most type of pancreatic cancer is endocarcinoma. About 9 out of 10 people with pancreatic cancer have this type of cancer. Endocarcinoma is an exocrine tumor. It starts in the cells that lining the pancreatic duct, which make enzymes for digestions. The word endocarcinoma alone can apply to cancer or other organs, but if the cancer started in the pancreas, it is pancreatic endocarcinoma. Other exotumors, a center cell carcinoma is a very rare form of pancreatic cancer. Some tumors may cause the pancreas to make too much lipase, an enzyme that digests fats. Pancreatic lipase levels can be measured in the blood. An intraductal papillary, papillary mucinex neoplasm is a tumor that grows from the main pancreatic duct or from side branches in the duct. 
and IPMN may be benign, not cancer, when diagnosed, but it has a chance of becoming cancer. This risk is high when the IPMN starts in the main pancreatic duct. Mucinex cystic neoplasm with an invasive endocarcinoma is a rare cancerous tumor. It is a cyst filled with thick fluid. It is like an IPMN, but is in just one part of the pancreas, usually the tail. These tumors are mostly in women. Mucinex cystic neoplasm can be benign blood cancer if there is no invasive component. Pancreatic neuroendocrine tumors, PNET. About 7% of pancreatic tumors are neuroendocrine tumors. Pancreatic nets or PNETs, also called isolates, cell tumors. They often grow slower than endocrine tumors. PNETs come from the abdominal growth of endocrine cells in the pancreas called isolate cells. These cells make hormones to control blood sugar levels. Pancreas endo neuroendocrine tumor are either functional, produce hormones, or non-functional, do not produce hormones. Most peanuts are non-functional. Pancreatic endocrine tumors have different symptoms, act differently, and respond to different treatments than the more common pancreatic exocrine tumors. Peanuts are classified by the hormones by they make so. So gastrinoma, gastrin, glaconoma, glycogen, insulin, insulinoma, insulin, somatostatinoma, somatostatin, somatostatin. Okay, how is the type of pancreatic cancer diagnosed? Imaging tests are important in diagnosing pancreatic cancer. But to get an exact diagnosis, the doctor needs a tissue sample or biopsy of the tumor. The pathologist looks at tissue samples under a microscope. The shape, size, and arrangement of the cancer cells may help the pathologist, the pathologist figure out the types of pancreatic cancer. So, certain risk factors may increase the likelihood of getting pancreatic cancer, like family history, race, ethnicity, smoking, diabetes, obesity, age, and others. And uh, family history. If your first-degree relative, parent, sibling, or child is diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, you may have an increased risk of developing the, the disease. Your family member with pancreatic cancer is strongly recommended to get genetic testing for inherited mutation. Negative results often mean you do not need to get genetic testing. If the results are positive, unknown, or if you have several close family members of cancer, PanCan recommends you consult with a genetic counselor to see if you should get genetic testing for inherited cancer risk and if you should discuss options for monitoring. 
The risk increases if more family members are affected. Risk also increases if there is a history of familial breast, ovarian, or colon cancer, familial melanoma, or hereditary pancreatitis. About 10% of pancreatic cancer cases are related to inherited mutation. So inherited genetic mutations and syndromes associated with a higher risk of getting pancreatic cancer include BRCA1 or 2 mutation, cystic fibrosis, familial adenomatous polyposis, familial atypical multiple mole melanoma, hereditary non-polyosis, colorectal cancer, or Lynch syndrome, hereditary pancreatitis, palpable mutation, those are different inherited mutations, pancreatic cancer is more likely to occur in people who have had diabetes for more than five years. Research also suggests that a sudden onset of type 2 diabetes may be an early symptom of pancreatic cancer especially in those who are over the age of 50, have a low body mass index, or are losing weight or do not have a family history of diabetes. PANCAN's early de- detection initiative is currently studying this population with the goal of developing a way to find pancreatic cancer earlier. Smoking is a significant risk factor. It may cause about 20 to 30% of all exocrine pancreatic cancer cases. People who smoke cigarettes are two times more likely to develop develop pancreatic cancer than people who have never smoked. Race ethnicity. Black Americans and Black Africans have a higher risk incidence of pancreatic cancer than people of Asian. Hispanic or Caucasian descent. Ashkenazi Jews also have a higher incidence of pancreatic cancer, possibly because of the BRCA2 gene mutation is higher in people in this group. Obesity. People who are obese have a 20% increased risk of developing the disease compared to people who are of normal weight. The risk is even higher in people who are obese during early child adulthood. People with excessive abdominal fat may have an increased risk even if they are not obese. People with chronic pancreatitis have an increased risk of developing pancreatic cancer. Chronic pancreatitis is common in people who consume large amount of alcohol for years. Hereditary pancreatitis causes recurrent inflammation of the pancreas that generally starts by time a person is 20 years old. The risk of developing pancreatic cancer is even higher in people who have hereditary pancreatitis than it is for those who with chronic pancreatitis older age. The chance of getting pancreatic cancer increases with age. Most people who diagnose pancreatic cancer are over the age of 60. A diet in high red and processed meat is thought to increase the risk of getting pancreatic cancer. A diet high in fruits and vegetables may decrease the risk. Some 
Research suggests a link between heavy alcohol use and pancreatic cancer. The risk of developing pancreatic cancer is high in people who drink more than three alcoholic drinks daily compared to those who do not. Heavy metal exposure and chemical. Research suggests that exposure to certain environmental chemicals and heavy metals may increase the risk of developing pancreatic cancer. These include benzodiazepine, pesticides, asbestos, benzene, chlorinated hydrocarbons, gum disease. Periodontal gum disease and tooth flaws appear to be linked to pancreatic cancer, even when controlling for other risk factors. If you are concerned about your risk, contact PanCan Patient Services for information, guidance, and support. If you are at high risk for pancreatic cancer, it is important to know the symptoms of the disease. Pancreatic cancer may cause only vague, unexplained symptoms, pain usually in the abdominal or back, weight loss, jaundice, yellowing of the skin and the eyes, with or without itching, loss of appetite, nausea, changes to pancreatitis, or recent onset diabetes are symptoms that may indicate pancreatic cancer. If you are experiencing one or more of these symptoms, we urge you to speak to your doctor immediately and reference pancreatic cancer. Yeah, gotta. Yeah. Okay, so these are the symptoms. What are the symptoms of pancreatic cancer? Pancreatic cancer may cause only vague unexplained symptoms, pain, usually in the abdomen or back, weight loss, jaundice, yellowing of the skin and or eyes, with or without itching, loss, appetite, nausea, changes stool. Pancreatitis and recent onset diabetes are symptoms that may indicate pancreatic cancer. If you're experiencing one or more of these symptoms, we urge you to speak to your doctor immediately and reference pancreatic cancer. What are the symptoms of pancreatic and neuroendocrine tumors? Pancreatic neuroendocrine tumors, PNETs, are rare, accounting for about 7% of all pancreatic tumors. PNETs may cause the pancreas to overproduce hormones. High levels of these hormones in the blood results in symptoms such as weight loss, nausea, vomiting, muscle weakness and skin rash, abdominal bloating. Ascites is the abdominal accumulation of fluids in the abdomen. This extra fluid causes the belly to become swollen and distended. Pain, usually in the abdomen or back. Pain in the upper abdomen or mid-back may be caused by the tumor pushing against or invading nerves or organs near the pancreas. Pain can also result if the tumor blocks the digestive, digestive tract. Digestive problems, poor appetite, indigestion, and nausea are common in people with pancreatic cancer. Some or all of these symptoms may occur when a tumor in the pancreas presses against the stomach or first portion of the small intestine. If this happens, food may remain in the stomach and cause several digestive difficulties, including nausea and vomiting. Digestive symptoms can also occur due to a blockage of pancreatic duct. 
through which the pancreatic enzymes flow or do the changes in pancreatic enzyme production. Jaundice is a yellowing of the skin and eyes caused by excessive bilirubin, a component of bile in the blood. A tumor in the head of the pancreas can cause narrowing of the bowel duct and block the bowel flowing from the from the globe bladder into the small intestine. Blockage of the bowel duct causes a buildup of bilirubin. People with jaundice may also experience itchy of itchiness of the skin, abnormally abnormally dark urine, and light or clay clay colored stool. Changes in stool. Many pancreatic cancer patients experience diarrhea, constipation, or both. Diarrhea consisting of loose, watery, oily, or foul-smelling stool can be caused by insufficient amounts of pancreatic enzymes in the intestines. This leads to malabsorption as undigested food quickly passes through the digestive tract. Constipation is also a common problem, particularly in patients taking pain medication. These medications help the process and passage of food through the intestine. If the digestive system works too slow, it can cause stool to become dry, hard, and difficult to pass. Cancer-induced weight loss, also known as cancer ketia, is a complex problem that affects the way the body uses calories and proteins. Cancer ketia can cause the body to burn more calories than usual break down muscle and decrease appetite. A person may only notice a change in appetite or desire for some food. Blood clots. Cancer causes changes in the blood that can increase the likelihood of forming clots. Blood clots may go unnoticed and cause no symptoms. However, they are often associated with swelling, pain, and tenderness in the affected area. Diabetes is a condition in which the body does not make or properly use a pancreatic hormone called insulin. Insulin helps the body use glucose, sugar efficiently. Research suggests that a sudden onset of type 2 diabetes in people age 50 or older may, may be an early symptom of pancreatic cancer, especially in those who have a low body mass index. Experience continuous weight loss or do not have a family history of diabetes. A sudden change in blood sugar levels in diabetic who previously had well-controlled diabetes may also be a sign of pancreatic cancer. How do I alleviate these symptoms? If you're experiencing any of these symptoms, it is important to bring them up with your doctor. Those who are diagnosed with pancreatic cancer can talk to their doctor about supportive palliative care to help relieve some of these symptoms. So we're here to help. For more information about pancreatic cancer systems or symptoms and side effects management or any other disease-related information, contact a PanCan patient services case manager at 877-272-6226 or email services at pancan.org. Case managers are available.
Okay, so well that is cancer in the pancreas, um, which is really harsh uh, because if you was listening, there are sorts of forms of cancer, and depending on your family history, your you may be hereditary to this disease, or your genetics may play a part on why you get pancreatic cancer. The way you eat, you know, uh, too much red meat, you know, stuff that's processed already, you know, they want you to just cut back on. So a lot of these diseases can be fought just by you just watching what you eat and just take care of yourself. Just letting your body heal up for a little bit, you know. So what you got to do is just watch what you eat, diet, exercise, drink enough water, get some rest. You know, and don't smoke and too much alcohol, none of this extra stuff. That's really, really no good for you. So that's what you need to do. Just if you want to live a healthy life, but just constantly get screened at at the doctors when you go to visit the doctor or the hospital, wherever. Just get screened and get tested because it's better to know, and you don't want to find out too late because this is a lot of things. This is happening to a lot of my friends. They find out not too late, like when they at stage four, they didn't have no idea of what was going on. So it just got to be mindful of that. Just take care of yourself, man. I love y'all, man. If no one told you they love you, thank you for listening to also. So I would like to say thanks to everyone who is listening to my podcast. Thanks to everyone. Every organization has helped me change my perspective in life. A quick shout out to Osborne, AVP, Pace, Defy, Network, NYU's Prison Education Program, Die for Life, Prison Project, and Ignacio House. And remember, no one wants to do time, but we all need time. Good night, peace, and blessings, and I'm out of here.